Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Well, Boker Tov, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Coffee with Vern, the special edition, the editions of all editions. The special of specials. The OG of OGs. Right, there you go. This is it, the original, my man, Pastor is in the house. It's like, I don't know, 30-something episodes, we finally got him on here. I'll, all I'm saying is 30 episodes, 35 it's, years of ministry, there, you know, well, we could have gave it I five more. Check. What if it is? The, I don't know what episode it is. All I'm saying is providence it's probably 40 something though if that's all i'm saying but we have got the the man of all men the ogs of all g's i I don't know if that makes sense no it doesn't (laughs) you even know the the pastors of all pastors the one with the plan the man pastor larry c Harmon. goodness sakes welcome in brother yeah how do you follow uh introduction like I that. I know. I've already been nervous about being here anyway. <laughs> I'll be nervous. With all that's going on and mm. not knowing what you're going to ask or oh, anything man. like that. And then you build me up to I have, I have to. to have perfection today. And that's mm. not going to happen. No, see, I told you all these questions, but these are a cover up for what we're actually going <laughs> right, to ask. Right. No, um, because what many of you may not realize is we have had the longest relationship with this man. That's right. And I do I hold that against some of the other staff? <laughs> yes, I hold that dear to my heart that I've known you since I was two years old. And how about you? How long? Well, we came when I was in fifth grade. So you're going to have to do the math. How long old were you? Time. I mean, so that's all almost 30 years or uh 20 something years ago so yeah. well it was over 20 for us so look at that yeah 20 years mm. Mm. yeah speaking of wow, that i'm about to be 30 jesse yeah, is not right i don't know i didn't do it jesse is uh one of the things that was one of my most disappointing Uh-oh. uh parts of my ministry <laughs> over 35 years is that I was not asked to marry, do his wedding ceremony. You were out of town. You mm-hmm. were in India. But how many times I would have come back for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. So that are you still a, going to be doing weddings after retirement? Uh, I, mm, probably so, but I, I'm, I see more funerals than weddings. And mm. not that I look forward to doing funerals, but... Uh, I mean, do people like... Me have special perks. Uh, yes, sir. Okay, that's all. Because I, I won't pull. That's a really Jesse. what you wanted to ask. I'm yes. not going to pull a Jesse. No, no, that is uh, without a doubt. I already have a list of uh, people that have um, made me write their names down that I was going to do their funeral. Wow. I mean, it's pretty sad. I mean, for me to think about, yeah, what? I'm going to be doing. People that their, are still alive. The, yeah, that are here at church that have said, you know, we're happy <sighs> for you, but. Please know that you're going to do my funeral. Wow. And, uh, you know, that's yeah. a, a kind of a bittersweet yeah. thing as well. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, there's sweetness behind it, but it's also like, well, you know, the Lord might spare you longer than me. Uh, that, that's what I tell them. <laughs> you know, that I may be checking out before they do. Uh, right. And uh, Oh, man. Well, I mean, you are, hey, I will say... Funerals and weddings are something you are phenomenal at. Yeah. I, will, I will tell you that because I think that funeral we did recently or right in the middle of COVID, yes. Yes. I was like, this man 
this is way too easy for him. I'm sweating over here singing, and it's just it was awesome. So that's a good thing, though. At least we have a church like that that cherishes cherishes their pastor, mm-hmm. um, which we will probably talk a little bit about. We've got a lot that we have to try to cover. That's the crazier thing because between Welcome us three over to the twenty two hour minutes. episode, <laughs> yeah, of Coffee with Vern. Uh, stay tuned. Um, if you need to go get a drink, go to get it right now. Yeah, because uh, we are going to dive on into it, but. I think it's going to be good. So how do you want to start this one, Jesse? Oh, I don't know. I mean, do you want to, let's just talk with pastor about his early beginnings. I think we start like one of those documentaries we were watching timeline. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. So most everybody knows where you're from. Mount Vernon, right? Mount Vernon, Kentucky. Mm. Mount Vernon, Kentucky. Um, we're not going to spill your age out over the airwaves because we all know that you're just 27. Um, we all know. <laughs> but you've been doing ministry for 35 years. That's just <laughs> something about that. It's amazing. Um, but Mount Vernon, Kentucky. Now, did you meet Miss Kay in Mount Vernon? I did. I met her in a history class whenever I was a junior in high school. Wow. Oh, y'all high school sweethearts? Mm-hmm. Well, when we, beginning when we were juniors, I didn't, we were in school together, uh, but I didn't know her. I didn't gotcha. know her before. Um, so juniors in high school, I can remember it like it was yesterday, uh, history class, and uh, I wrote a note to her in history class mm. and gave it to my good friend and said, would you go give that, <laughs> would you go yeah. give that classic. to Classic. Yeah. So classic. That's the way it was done back in the day. Oh, I'm sure it still happens like that today. <laughs> but uh, gave her a note and said, would you uh, consider going out on a date with me? Look at that. And uh, she sent a note back through my friend and <laughs> said that she would. I want to meet this friend. Well, see, I was very, I was very shy growing up and in, in high school, grade school, all of that. I, I used to, when the bell would ring, to go to the locker room to exchange classes mm-hmm. and get your books for the next, next class, I would always sprint to the locker because I didn't want to be caught in the locker area with having to talk to a bunch of people because I was that you ask anybody I was one of the most which is insane I don't feel like either of them are like that no no and and most people I even share that with can't believe that I was well see that's what I'm saying like you stand up every Sunday and talk to so many people right it just is so natural you nobody would ever believe you were shy well that's another point of how God equips you for what he's called you to do very true and wow did he did he do that but yeah in that class uh, she said yes and and the funny thing about it is she came and picked me up on our first date (laughs) and she drove this bonnie pontiac bonnieville Mm. it was probably about 35 40 feet long (laughs) uh it was like a tank and uh she had the reputation in our hometown Mm. as being not such a good driver Oh. And uh, so, uh, you know, I felt a little bit better about being in a bigger car and, and all that. A little but, safer. But I do remember her coming and picking me up, and we went to a place. It's called the Snack Shack. There was nothing in my hometown, but it, this was a little snack shack. You could get ice cream, hot hamburger, hot dog, whatever. Uh, but that was our first date together. Sure in the, was. In the Bonneville. In the Bonneville. To the Snack Shack. The Snack Shack. Man. Is Miss K a better driver now? Oh, much better. Okay, driver. praise the Lord. <laughs> <Better> driver now. <laughs> I was gonna yeah. say next time you're on the yeah. road, I'm just yeah. parking. 
you know, if she wasn't, would you say so? I, I would. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I, I, I really would. Uh, man, Anna's <laughs> a horrible driver. I'll confess that on all the airwaves. <sighs> One of our first like years of dating, I thought we were going to die on the 25, Highway 25 to Greenville because she's staring at me as she's driving. I'm like, honey, you got to look at the road. <laughs> Allison tells me I'm a terrible driver, but my girls will tell me I'm a great driver. Granted, they're four and three. No, well, they don't know. <laughs> but I think I'm a good That's driver. That's hilarious. Oh, we had an experience one time just quickly that uh, I was teaching her how to drive a straight shift. And that's when I had my little red Camaro three-speed in the floor. Man. And uh, we were dro- going from Mount Vernon to Bria, which is 14 miles away. And we were going there to get probably get something to eat. But I was letting her drive. And it was on old Highway 25. And they had a – it was uh, Kentucky State – police uh, oh, checkpoint no. and they would do that often where they would check your license mm-hmm. and uh, so we uh, we went around the corner we saw what it was and I began to pray because she really struggled <laughs> taking off so we had to stop and uh, everything was good and took off she laid rubber literally laid rubber trying to take off in front of the state trooper and so uh he comes up to the window and he says uh is there a problem and i just shared with him i was teaching her how to drive a straight shift and uh, he said well just move on be careful she took off again and peeled out rubber again and i remember reaching over getting my legs over there and getting on the clutch and the gas and all that to get her started once she got started she was good but we always remember how embarrassing twice twice two times that's good twice oh miss k (laughs) i would love to hear some of her and she's memories. got some memories too. I was going to mm. say, I, I think hers would probably be entertaining yeah. to hear. Oh man! So y'all been married um, almost the same age, same amount of time that you've been here. Is That's that right? right? This coming June the thirtieth will be thirty-seven years. Thirty-seven wow. and thirty-five years that we've been here. Thirty-seven years. Mm-hmm. And y'all got, did you get married while you were in seminary? Uh, we we did. Uh, we. Uh, uh, whenever we knew we were going to get married, see, we dated seven and a half years before we got married. See, people wow. quit asking me when I'm going to get married. <laughs> quit asking me. But I went on the seminary. Yeah. And uh, her dad told her if she would stay and not go off with me immediately to seminary, he would pay for her graduate school, her master's. So he did that. I went on and had a year and a half behind me in seminary and then we we got married cool. uh, but but whenever i came home that summer for the wedding in 1984 uh looking forward to getting home i was getting married when i was going back to fort worth i was not going alone i was going to have my wife she called the wedding off i didn't know this what? yeah I got I got home like one of the first times I went to see her to pick her up and knew something was a little off mm-hmm. and she says I can't I can't do this I can't get married and I said what do you mean you can't get, what do you mean you can't get married we're we have the date plan the preacher said everything I mean and she said I can't leave I can't leave this area oh wow I can't leave my family. And I remember getting in. I was in my dad's truck at that time. I remember getting my dad's truck and driving back to my home, which was three miles from there. And I walked up to the pond. There was a pond up in the the, the, the hills back behind us. And I remember going up there. 
and talking to God. I had a had a really close talk with uh-huh. God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And about the time I was having that close talk to God, I always one of the most memorable moments of my life was whenever my my dad came up, and oh, I remember he wow. put his hand on my shoulder. And uh, he said, "Son, what's wrong?" And that's whenever he uh, he was he just shared with me and the peace that God used him to bring to me because I was devastated. You mm. know, this thing's over. Right. So he said, "You need to go back and fight for what is yours." You know. Mm. So I got back in the truck, went up her to her house. She was in her bedroom. Her dad said, uh, "Need you to come out on the porch." And he gave me a talk. <laughs> and uh, and uh, but it was a, he said, "You need to go up and and, and talk to her. She's going to be okay." And I. I did and everything was great of course yeah 37 years say, 37 later years later yeah and we could have a whole episode just on mr harry yeah and the that is true that would, uh, no doubt uh, that would be a, a difficult thing for me uh, even thinking about that moment i hadn't thought about that in a right. long time mm. sweet memories yeah sweet man i'm just thankful we got a little bit of time yeah, with him absolutely uh, yeah how many years were they here he was my dad was here for six years and then mom, uh, eight years. Okay. So it's a good time. Six years were, yeah, they were filled with definite good times. Yes. Yeah. I can just hear him saying that to you, though. Oh, yeah. I can hear the voice. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, look at that. Mr. Harry making things happen. That's right. Through the Lord. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And now we got Miss K 37 years later with brother Larry. Yeah. The brother. That's awesome. Well, good memories. And you went to Southwestern and then I did. You ended up. That's what we wanted to talk about. It's how you ended up here. Right. I still yeah. don't even know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a neat, pretty neat story. I want to back up just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was heading to Texas, uh, I drove to Texas in my little red Camaro and had it loaded full of everything that I owned. And I went to, t- I was driving to Texas with not knowing anyone. Right. And did not even have a place to live. And uh, but I had a couple of friends that had been there that knew had contacts. But anyway, I was driving to Texas and I got to Little Rock, Arkansas. I was going to spend the night there and uh, got the mo- to the motel room and uh, I went in and all of a sudden I said, this is not happening. Uh, I am not going to Texas. Kay and I at that time had been dating five years or so. And then my family, close to my family, said, there's no way. I'm uh, I'm turning around. I'm coming. I'm going back to Kentucky. And I'll go to, I'll go to Southern Seminary. It's in Louisville, which at that time was the most liberal school yeah, it was. ever. Yep. And that's the reason I didn't even consider it. It was. At, wow. at the time. But I, at that point, I'm saying, Liberal or not, I'm gonna go <laughs> going back home. Go, I'm going home, and I remember calling my mom and my mom and dad, and my I was telling mom I'm coming home. I, I can't do this. This is too hard. And I remember my dad on the other end. He was he said, "Son, you made it this far. You need to go and at least give it a try." My mom on the other end, other line, saying, "Honey." Get on back home. <laughs> come on. Yes. Come on. Don't you stay there a moment longer. And then I remember calling Kay, and I told Kay the same thing. All I needed, I had a dad that said, stay, give it a try. Mom said, come home. All I needed for Kay to do was to say, honey, please come on back home. We'll, mm. we'll work this out. I called her, and I told her, gave her the story, and I'll never forget it. And I thank her for this even today. I said, Kay, I've got to come home. I can't do this. Can't be apart from you and my family and all that. This is too far away. 
And she said, Larry, if you come home, when you come, I will not see you anymore. Wow. And I said, I mean, what do you, what do you mean you won't see me anymore? She says, I know God's call is on your life for you to be there, and I'm not going to interfere with that. I will not be here for you. Wow. Oof. So. <laughs> Get a sip of coffee. Yeah. I, I kept going. So I just kept driving to Texas, to Fort Worth. Wow. And uh, the Lord Miss revealed Kate. that's exactly where I was to be and exactly what I was supposed to be. What doing. a woman. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, I mean, I. Miss Kay, if you, I know you're going to listen to this, but next time you see me, I just need a hug. <laughs> uh, you know, teach me some of your wisdom. Man, I didn't know that story either. Yeah. So how far was Little Rock from Kentucky? Uh, probably Little Rock was around uh, five, six, it's seven. like a midway point? About a midpoint, yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. And then you ended up at Southwestern. That's and right. I had forgot you went to Southwestern prior to being married. Because we had talked about that when I came home and um, was was trying to figure out seminary. About a year and a half that I was there Mm. in seminary. And you were doing your graduate degree, right? Because you had it. I was was doing my master's. master's in religious education is what I uh, received my uh, degree in. Because you have your undergraduate psychology. I do psychology and religion from Cumberland College now, which is called University of the Cumberlands. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember because um, I knew we had talked a little bit about mm-hmm. all that back in the day. Um, Southwestern, you get married, you finish up at Southwestern. I did. This is what I'm interested, though, is okay. how I our brother it. ended up in Augusta, yeah. Georgia. Well, 1985, December of uh, 1985 is when I graduated Southwestern. Kay was teaching school. Um, so at that time, I sent my resumes out. I sent them out all over the southeast. I didn't send any in the north because of me and my <laughs> accent and, and everything. Didn't think maybe that would go over quite so well in the, in the northern part of the country. So I sent a lot in the southern part, not many to Kentucky, but I sent lots to Tennessee and to North Carolina. And I sent one resume, one resume to Georgia. Wow. And because uh, I really didn't know much about Georgia. Mm-hmm. We'd driven through Georgia on our way to Florida one time, but I didn't know anything about it. But I did know this, that there was a big golf tournament that was held here once a year called the Masters. And, How about uh, that? The big draw. Yeah, it really, really I, I don't know that I would have sent one here if that had not been in my mind because my father-in-law, uh, he was at that time a really big golfer. Over and over, he loved golf, maybe to a point sometimes that he loved it too much. But, mm. but he was a big golfer. And I thought, well, I'm going to just send one to the Augusta Association of Baptist Churches. And um, at that time, uh, Bob Rayner, Brother Bob Rayner, was a pastor here. He's a founding pastor at West Acres. He was in a revival in San Antonio, Texas. And he got in touch with me and said, uh, Nancy and I are in San Antonio doing a revival. Uh, We're finishing up on such and such date. Can we come by and visit you and your wife, talk to you? We got your resume. So I said, yes, that would be great. And uh, we fixed this big, it was roast beef, mashed potatoes and gravy and all kinds of stuff that we had there for them. They came and we hit it off. I mean, everything just clicked just like that. 
And uh, we ended up coming to visit for a week. We, they called us here just for a week to visit, see what we thought. We stayed here, and God just opened the door for us to, to be here wow. at West Acres. I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> and again, it goes with the masters and, you know, my father-in-law being a golfer, I thought, well, maybe because he didn't like the fact of his daughter marrying a preacher because at that time, 18 months was an average for a pastor to stay in a church. Wow. So he's saying, you're going to take my daughter all over the country and here and there and everywhere. And uh, the Lord, he just showed off. He said, I'm going to take him to uh, Augusta, Georgia, a place that that he knew of as the Masters. And we've been here our entire whole ministry. That's and, uh, amazing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mind-blowing. Yeah. God's hand. Yeah. yeah. We could have a whole sermon oh, right now. Good night. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> and you've been here ever since. Yeah. It's, it's been a, a, I can't tell you. And just to having the platform here today to, for those that do listen or watch, uh, my time here has been the most awesome time in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean, the people that have loved me, loved my family, uh, that have uh, uh, been patient with us, uh, that a church that forgives, you right. know, when you're in a ministry talk about for it. a long time, there you mess up from time to time. That's right. And uh, you've either got a church that's going to love you and support you and pray for you and encourage you, or you're going to have a church that kicks you out on the side of the curb. Mm. And uh, thank the good Lord, he blessed me with a church that loved me and yeah. encouraged me and and uh, help me to keep on keeping on. We got a very loving and forgiving congregation. We do. Yes. I always we tell do. people that. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, West Acres, I've, I've only worked at two churches, you know, really, uh, Forceville and Greenville and West Acres. And I just, it's something, but I've been in a lot of churches for mm-hmm. ministry and stuff, and I've never met a congregation that loves like ours yeah. ever. Yeah. Same and, here, because I went to three different churches while I was in school in Atlanta and never one time that I considered them as gracious or as loving as West. It's always been home. Yeah. And I always told mom, I said, you know, no matter where I end up, like West Acres is going to be home. Yeah. Like, I'll never call anywhere else. Yes. Home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I feel the same way. Wherever yeah. the Lord leads me after this, doing whatever, West Acres will always be my home. It's home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's even when I was in college, cause I, you knew this, but I would come home to come to church i mean i'd come home to see mom and dad of course and get some food and gas but i also you know I, laundry <laughs> facts um but also to come to church because yeah. i would come to church on sunday i'd play rob graciously oh, yeah. let me play even though i wasn't practicing during the week and then i'd set me off for the next week yeah. so i mean home sweet home here we are and uh i mean we have dream jobs you know we love what we do i know you do too but uh, it's good times. So now we've got to get into it. Now yep. we got to. Yep. Um, so this is why we really brought you in here this, today. Yeah, this is it. Here we go. Because um, oh, we have okay. a lot that we could talk about. <laughs> We're <And> just messing. <laughs> even in your retirement, you need to come back. We need to do this again. Yeah. Because uh, there's no way we can cover everything today. Because I'm just, I'm my brain's just thinking about everything yeah. of my life with you. And I'm just yeah. like, holy cow. But. All right, so we've been here for over 20-plus years. My family, you've been here for over 20-plus years. So we have been with you through everything. Um, I played basketball on his team, which 
your team was always the the best team, and I was horrible. <laughs> so I, the, I, oh, you, you, you brought the picture. Wow, picture. I'm not sure if you can see it, but he's number three. Uh, That's amazing. Oh you man, brought the picture. Yeah, I brought the picture. Wait, James, you got to stand up and bring that to the camera. Yeah, please. Oh, I, I know it's bowl cut, three. James, but you gotta, number you gotta. Oh, that bowl cut. Oh my gosh. Who? Yeah, everybody just I'm, I'm so pause your listening ears for the viewing audience <laughs> so they can see this greatness about to show up. Oh my, right there. Hold on. Look, there's number three. Number three. That bowl cut. He was the main man. Wow. Amazing. Wow. He was a Michael Jordan of our West Acres team. I was not the Michael Jordan. That would be Luke Harmon, actually. <laughs> For anyone that's wondering, that would be Pastor Son. Mm. Um I was the yo. Let me try to make a three. I'm out of here. <laughs> well, you you used to used to be like what two foot five. I was. I, mean, I didn't hit my growth spurt till really like sophomore year of high school. Yeah, and I actually grew all the way in even to, to college. Yeah, but he was quick. I was fast. I still yeah. am. Yeah. That home run. Just so you know, for everybody that's at the game last week, you may be quick, but when you run. It's like all your arms are separate from your your arms and your legs are separate. My from body, your body takes off, and <laughs> I, mean, I have to catch up. You should with see it. him when the phone rings. If he's in my office and his phone rings, he pauses. It's like a dog. He pauses for a second to make sure it's mine. Yeah, and then when it rings again, he runs off, okay. and I'm surprised his arms stay attached to his body. <laughs> I don't like missing, you know, what the church phone. I don't like missing a call because right. it, yeah. it'll disappear. I'm like, oh man. Yeah. But oh my goodness. So yeah, I played basketball. Mm. I was terrible, but I had a lot of fun playing for pastor was a lot of fun because mm. he was good he was a good coach <laughs> i mean we, on, we had several undefeated teams you were on i was on one of them i know you were one of them mm-hmm. and i i mean it was i mean it were good memories because i yeah. played with a lot of different teams because rec league was i didn't like playing rec league so church league was more fun it was brutal but it was it was fun. We had the best jerseys too. We I mean, did. always, always, always. Pastor did. always sprinkled a little bit of extra on uh-huh. our. Yeah. Um, but it was fun. There's some good memories playing with Luke, um, Pastor's youngest son's my age, and so it was a lot of fun there. Um, I mean, I miss old Lukey, but played basketball. Um, and most of, most of our church knows I hung out with you like every other week uh-huh. since I had my call to ministry. Yeah. Um, with my book bag the size of me in bowl cut. Um, but one of my favorite things, one of my favorite memories was one day I was sitting outside of your office waiting for you. And I remember looking up at the board where all the names are. Mm-hmm. And I always would see it as I walked out. And I, meant, I went, man, I'd love for my name to be mm-hmm. up there one day. So probably one of my sweetest memories in getting this job was when Julie put my name up there. Yeah. Wow. It was like, Lord... I'm home, right? <laughs> you know, um, because I would, I mean, you graciously gave time to sitting with a immature little kid who was trying to figure out theology, life, the Bible and his call. And you said, you know what? I'm going to pour into you. And so mm-hmm. I, I mean, that's my, one of my favorite memories of West Stakers is our meetings. Right. Uh, Cause we would just sit together and oh discuss it. Yeah. Anything. I mean, anything. Yeah. And how I look forward to that. Oh, man. And the thing that you don't realize is he came, this little young bow cut <laughs> guy, big uh, book bag, couldn't his feet couldn't touch the floor. Mm-hmm. But I would study 
before he would come because I knew he was going to challenge me with something. <laughs> I mean, he wasn't your typical, normal, young little kid coming to the office. I mean, he was prepared. I mean, he knew what he was going to talk about. And the last thing I wanted to do was say, well, James, I, I, I don't know. I, and I'm sure I said that several times where we had to right. kind of dig into it. But he'd come with these big, huge books of Ken Ham and creationism and <laughs> evolution. I was always debating and, and in all school. Of that. We were, but there was, <laughs> oh, that was one of the most man. memorable times of my entire ministry is the time that we were able yeah. to spend together. Well, and I tell people all the time, you know, when you think about people that poured into you over your life and especially ministry, because for people that are, this is always my encouragement, the guy that they praying about the Lord calling them into ministry and trying to figure out if that's truly their calling. Yeah. It's like, you've got to have somebody that pours into mm. you because I would not be where I'm at. I mean, even, even over those discussions of, you know, creation and evolution and stuff like that, because I was always debating in school. Um, <laughs> but even over that, what it forced into study habits, that's right. right. Just conversation, knowing how to have a conversation with somebody, your sermon prep is still things that I try really? to practice. I'm not as diligent as you are with the handwriting stuff, right. but I still try to practice those same methods. Um, the way that you would highlight in your Bible, things like that, all of it, you know, it carries into, um, and you, so you never know what the Lord's going to do and just taking a little bowl cut peewee kid and spending some time with him. Yeah. But, um, that's been one of my favorite memories that definitely, cause I have a lot of memories here at this church, but my favorite is hanging out with you. Yeah. Um, now you go ahead. What do you share? With I'll, I'll tell. And it's funny. It's more of a realization memory yeah than a specific it's a specific but it wasn't here it was when i was in atlanta um and like i said i went to three different churches when i was in atlanta the first one i started out at was north point and you know say what you want about north point now james and i have very strong opinions (laughs) on that um but anyway i remember going and listening and there's a million people already at north point that you know at this time and Uh, I called mom and I was like, you know, it's big and you know, it's nice, but he's not pastor Larry. Mm. Like I want to come home and I want to listen to pastor Larry. Mm. And that is like one of the most vivid memories in my mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, and it's, I mean, I think back, no, do we remember every sermon? Do we remember every point? Mm. No, but I, I will say one of the things that has transcended into ministry, sermon prep and things from like what you do and I think you would agree is the passion. Oh yeah. It's contagious. Absolutely. Cause I'm, I'm watching now on Wednesday nights when I get fired up, I'm like, Whoa, this is uh this is kind of scary who this sounds like. <laughs> uh, I'm feeling my blood vessels start bursting. And I like last week I got fired up. My side started hurting. I was like, I wonder if Pastor Larry's side starts hurting. Like as if he's running a marathon. Cause I'm, I'm gassed right now, man. Well, the next thing you have to do is fast and then faint. Oh, fast and faint. Right. Okay. So I can do that. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when you, that, you fainted on stage, didn't you? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd actually come down off the platform. Uh, it was invitation time. I had finished the message <laughs> and, uh, and I can't remember Jesse. I, it, it was 30 or 31 days that I had been fasting and just, just with water. I would, yeah. my goal was 40 days, uh, that I knew God was leading me to do. And, uh, on that particular morning, of course, I was pretty weak because I was I was I was doing was water, no juice or anything. Right. 
And uh, whenever I got to the invitation time, I, I passed out. Wow. And the next thing I knew, I was, woke up in my office. They had taken me to my office. And uh, my boys, you know, at that time, they thought I had that I died in the service. <laughs> so, uh, Holy moly. I remember some of my funniest times are this. This is terrible. I'm so sorry. Is when you would fall going up the stairs to preach. There's been multiple of those. I don't know why. I just think those are funny because now I'm always scared when I walk up the stairs that I'm going to fall. Uh, and it's coming. Yeah. I know it's coming for me probably this week now, you know, yeah, to say something. Probably. But did you, do you remember the time that I did uh, fail on purpose? Yeah, well, I that remember was, that one. Clearly, a, you know, I, I went up and I fell and popped back up like nothing had happened. And I can't even remember there was a reason for uh-huh. doing was, that yeah. to lead into the message. But uh, that was interesting. And it sounded like it hurt. <laughs> well, maybe. It might have. <laughs> it, 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 it did, might indeed. Have. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, those are definitely, those are some of my favorite, mm. your favorite. Um you know, all that good stuff. There's been a lot of fun memories. Mm-hmm. Um, fall festivals are always good when you'd be in the dunk tank or dunking people. Yes. Um, yeah. uh, when you wore, was it an all white suit? Yes. Yeah. It was Col- uh, Colonel Sanders. Yes, yes. That was it. I remember. Yeah. So remember that That's one. That's what we used to do country day. We had to bring that back, you know. We should. <laughs> you, you, brother, this is your time. I you know. just make something happen. <laughs> we can. Look, yeah. I mean, I'll just go ahead and make an announcement, right. you know. I, you tell me. I'll wear my overalls. I'm ready. Right. And I, uh, I'm ready. Yeah. And, I mean. Nobody I'm, else knows, but country day is on so-and-so, so-and-so. It's uh, actually in three weeks um no those are that those are good memories my favorite picture if i can bring up one is i, I don't remember what it is you probably have it is when you're putting the cross on the steeple oh, yeah 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 oh, we actually yeah. found that Kay was cleaning out some drawers this past week and she found the picture that picture that was pretty awesome for me just the sim the, the symbolism of of putting the cross it's like plugging the power source of yep. God's church, mm-hmm. the cross. Yep. Now, if you go out and look at the cross now, it moves around. I don't <laughs> know if you've, have you noticed that? I've noticed it's, it. It's some, so I didn't actually tighten it in. I just put it down, but uh, it uh, it moves around. But, we could uh, get you back up there. Um, well. <laughs> <laughs> I remember being in the service when you showed that video. Yes. Yeah, so I we weren't here when you did that cuz that was before we came. Right. But I the picture it was one of the it was one of the anniversaries. Right. Yes. And um it might have been the one I did my cardboard testimony at cuz that was a, an awesome memory. Do you remember those? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had so that's in my office that was, and it sits directly across from my desk so that if I'm having a bad day I look at it. Yeah. Um but man, there have been some memories, and we—I mean—they'll just keep coming. Um, is there a favorite memory of yours? And it doesn't have to deal with us, but is there one that just stands out? Because I know thirty-five years, there's some memories. But do you have one that just you remember constantly uh, from your time at West Acres? Well, I do a very, you know, very serious time. But it was the closest time for me that I felt and sensed a revival. I mean, mm. a true revival. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talk about revival and revivals coming, or it was re- revival this morning in worship, and it may have been a, a sense, a, a small mm. taste of what revival's like, but I remember back in uh, 19, it was 1994, matter of fact, um, revival broke out, I believe, in our church. Mm. 
And uh, we had, it was the year that I baptized 400, 424, almost, I, we were in the, with the Georgia uh, Baptist Convention, mm-hmm. uh, First Baptist Church Atlanta was number one in baptisms. And West Acres Baptist Church wow. was number two wow. uh, in baptisms. And um, that, to me, was the highlight of all the years that wow. I've had here, being able to see that many people come mm-hmm. and give their life to the Lord and, and be able to baptize them. Yeah. And uh, that's what I believe is in the future, uh, the near future for West Acres, with God bringing a, a real sincere revival from God to the hearts of mm-hmm. believers uh, you know, we we think about revival sometimes where the lost need to be saved. Well, that's not revival. Right. Revival is the saved being renewed and inspired mm-hmm. and encouraged and enlightened and all those things. And then when we're there, then revival is the what takes place. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the outpouring. It is. Oh, but man. That's, that would be a, a number one uh, time for me in my ministry here. <sighs> 424 people yeah and there's only 52 weeks in a year i'm just (laughs) thinking about the math like holy cow oh yeah baptism has probably been one of my favorite things since getting the job oh yeah you know that's a special special moment it is um wow yeah i mean i remember even being baptized here now getting to baptize people in the same baptismal Mm -hmm. i mean that's I, i had a feeling it'd probably be something like that Man, 1994, I wasn't alive, unfortunately. Um, that was not even a thought. But that that's, yeah, wow. 1994, good times. Favorite memory there, all right. Um, we might have to... Yeah, get into some of your my other fires. All right. Favorite book of the Bible to teach and why? Always been my favorite is the book of John. Ah, yeah, yes. we were right. <laughs> Told you. Yes. I said, well, no wonder. That's what I, I'm usually, I'm in the book of John more than I'm preaching through the book of John on Wednesday <laughs> you night are. for how many times? I mean, have I done, and it's not, and I'm not going back and pulling the same one, the same sermons up. God gives a new word. Oh, we talked about that this us. week. Yeah. yeah. But, but John is my, mm. is my favorite and uh, because I relate in, in a lot of ways can relate to John and, and, and just with his own life and see how he was. Uh, that that his desire was to love the Lord mm. with everything within him. Yep. I don't always do that, but I, I pray that I have a desire to love him. Uh, you know that uh, he's a. I don't know. That's one that I've always fallen yeah. love to. to yeah, that whole concept of John, the disciple whom I love. Yeah, Jesus mm-hmm. saying that. Mm, yeah, I would love to have that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember the John series on Sunday mornings. How many years ago? It's been a long time ago, and that was back when our bulletin was ten pages yeah. long. <laughs> That's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was my, in high my school. Long, my longest series, though, that I've ever done. I, I, I think uh, it's the Book of Luke. Uh, I preached through the book of Luke for, and I believe I was at least three years. Uh, wow. And that was just on Sunday mornings. Right. Uh, but it, it got to a place where, uh, I mean, the book of Luke is a great book, just like John. But I think people got tired. Okay, here comes Luke again. Here comes Luke again. <laughs> it's probably how but my it, kids feel. It always, it, he all, I love preaching through books because you wouldn't preach on some of the things that, that are in those books if you didn't take the passages verse by verse, verse. right? Yeah, and the very passage you think, God, what are you? How am I going to 
streets of this? How am I going to, what's going to come from this? Mm -hmm. Usually it's the time that God shows, well, this is why you're preaching this. It's always the right timing. Well, I I found the same thing because I'm going through Matthew personally, and I spent the most time so far on the genealogy. Uh And usually it's just like, just read the names and move on. But going through the genealogy, it just shows everything. It does. It sure does. So it connects it. And we're walking through the Uh book of Matthew on Wednesdays. We just finished the book of Judges. And, I mean, I I didn't get a lot of... A lot of critique, but I did get a little pushback about teaching judges because oh, that's, that's a gory book. I'm like, what's well, the Bible? <laughs> but it was amazing. It was right where we needed to be. Right when we started in October, it was right where we needed to be as we were seeing like our culture just mm-hmm. break out with uproar about everything. Right. So uh, yeah, I think that's amazing. It's all it's funny to me. These passages you'll read, you'll be preparing. It's like, how are we going to teach this? <laughs> yes. And then all of a sudden, Lord's like, oh, here you go, right here. Right. Yeah. So I would agree with you. I've enjoyed teaching books. Um, I've enjoyed getting to sit under those. Um, I do hate that you do teach John on Wednesdays because I'm over here doing that. But it we'll is. be with you in a couple weeks it is very good you're missing out yeah of course it is so, just want to let you know thank you <laughs> you're welcome um but yeah i figured it, i told him i said it's probably john but i was i was debating between john or luke all right so we have your favorite memory um it's their craziest memory that comes to mind the first thing that comes to mind is what happened and this would have probably been in 1989 88 or 89 we were in this building mm-hmm. uh, where you all are, uh, was our worship uh, facility. But I was baptizing, and uh, whenever I was baptizing, water came up in my waders and got my power pack. <laughs> and while I was baptizing, uh, gave me a little jolt, the Holy Spirit. Getting <laughs> a little Holy Spirit shot. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> but I'll always remember that. Um, and that was uh, That was a moment. For me, I also will remember a time that I left my microphone on um, when I was in my office <laughs> and I was in the restroom. Uh, I remember that. I had someone come quickly to uh, to share with me that my microphone was on. Before protocol of, hey, if pastor's not on stage, and that's turn still, his yeah. microphone off. I mean, that was happening even you know, a couple of years ago. We'd hear him like, oh, hey, how yeah, are you yeah, doing that? You're walking it's out. so true. I think I wasn't in the so bathroom, true. though. Okay. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, my gosh. Those are good. Any others? Uh, those are some of the main ones that I, like I think those. about. Yeah. Um, but, uh, is there a funniest memory? That's kind of saying. Well, that was—I mean—that was funny afterwards. It was not <laughs> funny at all at yeah. the time. It was quite embarrassing oh uh, because gosh. it was uh, right before I was to come out. <laughs> I mean, if it'd been at the you end, said. that's you know, you got a week to work through oh, all it was that. Before but the totally, yeah, it's right totally before. set the mood. <laughs> uh, hey guys, how are y'all? We have a serious discussion today. <laughs> oh man, uh, and, you know, another—I think of a, a moment. It wasn't necessarily a, a, a funny moment but it was a a moment that people in church still remember today that were here Mm -hmm. and i was preaching on hitting the mark making sure that we're focused on the mark the call what god has placed in each of us as followers of him and i had uh, one of our men carl cushman uh bring his bow in era it was in the new building i'm not sure that year that was Uh, i think i do remember this vividly yeah but i had vividly is that a word? <laughs> no. Oh, Vivint is a 
That's home right. security system <laughs> my, that my friend works for. That's right. But I no, I don't remember it. Just continue. Yeah, but anyway, that was, it was a very interesting time. Uh, we had the target up on the stage, and he got back uh, about halfway uh, in the middle of the the middle pew or the middle middle aisle, and uh, he pulled back, and you. I acted like first that I was, I was, the illustration was here, I'm going to, I'm going to hit the target with the bow and arrow. And I got back and I was shaking and, and everything and people in the pews, they were getting down and moving <laughs> and scooting over because they knew that I had no talent at all in shooting a bow and arrow. Uh, but then I said, this is the champion. He was the Southeast archery champion. He's here. And he's going to, and they, no one moved around or anything. And he mm. shot and it went right in the middle of, mm. uh, it was a bullseye. And, uh, that was a, that was a time that people today, they do not remember what the sermon was on or anything, but they, they remember, remember that people bring that up often. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. I, I don't really remember that one in my word yeah. vividly. You don't remember vividly? No. Thank you, Jesse. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Critique. Um, <laughs> let's see. That's a long question, probably. Um, are there any fun facts you want to share about your boys? Anything that you need <laughs> or fun memories of church with fun your boys? And my boys. <laughs> I've got my fair share. I'm sure you do. <laughs> and there's a probably I don't really want to hear some. <laughs> well, mine are mainly with oh, Luke man. and Dean Owls and stuff right. like that, being in the same house with them. Right. But um, this man. was not a fun fact, but uh, <laughs> this was Jay, and he was uh, youth camp. And uh, I, I didn't go with them Kay did though and um somehow he got his mom's keys to the car (laughs) (laughs) and they had a field out in the area he got literally got the car went out in the field and started doing donuts in the field and actually the tires came off the rims of the car and you know, Kay is just what just happened. <laughs> and later, she finally—it was a few days later—she called mm. to let me know what happened. Oh man! But I'm thinking, I, I mean, I was speechless, kind of the way I am now. So wait, okay, so that was with Mitch. Yeah. So did he? Yes. So Jay did not get Delta ruled on that one. That's amazing. Uh, it was. Uh, that was. Uh, yeah, my boys have done some really. Crazy things. <laughs> Jay, though, makes me – because yeah. I love talking to Jay today when I see him. And I love hearing Jay laugh yeah. more than anything. Yeah. We need Malone in here. I know, <laughs> man. And it's just I'm just thinking about Jay doing Donuts. And I'm dying yeah, on I the hear side. at youth camp. Right. Yeah. And Caleb's my sister's age, so they were in pre-K or something together. And then me and Luke, of course. Um, but, no, my memories of Luke, mainly just from playing sports, he was – always good i remember when we played baseball against each other um he's a lot of fun to play against and um luke makes me laugh too man they all funny oh uh, <laughs> jay though i just i love being around jay um all right let's end with um we we all know who your favorite person on staff is <clears throat> um are you going to ask him, or are you just going to no, let do you have a favorite assume? person on staff i do i i do and i haven't been shy about sharing who it who it's been I'm even in the past i haven't 
Uh, who is your favorite person on staff? And I'll share today, and and it will just echo what I've shared in the past. There you go. Jesse Moore. Hey. <laughs> Amen, brother. Oh, no. I'm gonna have to agree yeah. with you on that one, though. Yeah, no, I was you gonna know, say yeah. Malone. No, I mean Malone's a great guy. James, a great guy. I'm, but we're not Jesse Moore. And yeah, uh. I mean Josh is, and Rob, and and Malone, all those. But there's only one Jesse Moore. Yeah, gracious. True, true. Fun fact too. Very true. You know it behind the camera. <laughs> Never yeah, one, one of these days you're coming out front. <laughs> not. <laughs> You made me do it twice, and that was two times too many. (laughs) But that's, yeah, that's a good way to end things to a degree. Is it, though? I feel like we need to talk about something (laughs) Oh, I'm going to give him an opportunity to, if there's anything you want to end with or anything you want to ask us or any last comments you want to make. I I do. uh, Just one thing that um, a lot of, uh, whenever I announced on March the 7th uh, that I was going to be retiring as pastor here, one of the things that I shared during that announcement was I will never be retiring from ministry. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people maybe miss that because I have so many people that tell me, I'm so glad you're, that you're going to be able to retire and sit back and take it easy and Mm. enjoy life and, and all that. And, and my (laughs) quick response uh, is I'm retiring only as pastor at West Acres. Right. Uh, that God has He's calling me to a different avenue or a different area of ministry, and then I kind of go in and share with them the the, the thought of transition pa- transitional pastor, mm-hmm. and that's kind of what I'll be doing. And um, matter of fact, I even had a, a church that's already had contacted me. Wow. Yeah. Uh, last week. And ask if I would be interested in doing some interim work for them mm-hmm. because they're in the process of looking for a pastor, and they ask if I would be ready that Sunday after my last Sunday here. Wow! wow. Um, and I, I'm not sure that I'm quite ready that soon to, right. to to do that. But those are the things that I want to be doing is to kind of help churches that are looking for pastors, and they may be looking for a pastor because they've gone through some really difficult times, right? You know, to go in and kind of encourage them through the preaching mm-hmm. of God's word. Or it may be that their pastor has retired and they're looking for, you know, another pastor, just giving them time um, that they don't have to rush, that they can take their time and seek the Lord for mm. whomever that may be. Yeah. That's uh, what I really am looking forward to doing. Not necessarily all the pastoral responsibilities. I'm yeah. thankful for those that God has given me here for many years, but that's what I'm kind of ready to to move away from right uh and and really just preach god's word yep love on the church through the preaching mm-hmm. of the that's word. what i that's what i feel god is leading me to do not yeah. to retire and prop my feet up and take it easy right well i think that's your direct calling is right. definitely the preaching yeah so oh absolutely there's no doubt right. that's the the i mean it's part of church work there's the the exactly. roles that come outside of teaching but i will tell anyone teaching is my favorite thing right you know, or singing, being in what the direct calling we've been called to. Um, I, I look forward to you being able to have that too. Like I know we both have talked about it. You have earned like that. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know about earning anything. I, it's it's encouraging that God's not finished with me. That's right. <laughs> that He has more work for me to do, and and I look forward to that. And one of the things that I look forward to more than anything is when that time uh, has passed a little bit. Is when 
whomever the next pastor is here at West Acres, that uh, he'll call me up and say, hey, I'm going on vacation next month. Would yeah. you fill in on a Sunday? Um, to be able to come back, that would be it. That would be a little odd coming as a, you know. A, nah. uh, just what do they, uh, they call Johnny Hunt, Pastor Emeritus? That's right, yeah. Yeah, and, no. and I would look forward to coming back and sharing, preaching with to my, with my church family here. I yeah. think it would be but, sweet. Yeah, yeah, it would. But I'm not, the thing for me is I'm not going to be able to be here at West Acres a lot after that, just for the, the, the new pastor for a while, because it's going to be hard for people when they see me to not see me as their pastor. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be hard for me when I see them to say that, that I'm not your pastor anymore. Yeah. Uh, so we've got to give that time for growth and everything there. And But this is my church home, and, and, and this is the place I love, and I'm thankful for it. Well, you'll be getting some calls to, oh, yeah. you know, if you want to help out in the youth anytime. Okay. I always got to direct that's in That's where there. I started, you know. I, I know. So that's what I'm saying is <laughs> you might be getting that call. But now I look forward to those. Mm-hmm. I look forward to two years down the road, however long. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah. Pastor Larry's uh, preaching this Sunday. Oh, is he now? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it to it. More episodes on Coffee with Vern. Yeah. No, well, and I look forward to you, you know, being able to enjoy that time with your family too, yeah, to be able to go too. be with that, yes. Jay and them yes. and, and not feel like you got to rush That's back. Right. Yes. Um, and then also, you know, for us, there'll be different kind of sweet memories, you know, like if we get to have like a, a cookout or things like that, yeah. we can do that kind of yeah. stuff and there not be the stressful environment of we got this coming. Yeah. It'd be the... Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, something I'm going to, I'm going to give it time, but something I'm going to be either emailing you or texting you about is, Hey, I need some wisdom. Can you provide? Mm. Or, and can I just say this quickly for me, that's going to be important. Not that I have all wisdom, but I need to feel that I'm still needed. Oh Mm. man! I mean, that is just really just coming out and saying, because that's one of the things in my heart is uh, the years here. I've always wanted to feel needed Mm -hmm. that people need me to pray with them or need a word of encouragement or just need a a tear coming from me to them and, and sharing it together. But I need to know that I'm needed. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm the Lord wired me that way. Um, uh, cause I don't do well with loneliness mm. and I need to know I'm needed. Um, but you might have to tell me, Hey, you're texting me too much or something <laughs> because I mean, it's, it, it's an honest fact and we'll close after this, but you know, even one of my most sweetest memories, I remember when my grandfather passed mm. and I was hanging out with my family mm. and all I could tell mom is I just want to see pastor. Like you let me know when wow. he's here. That's the only person I care to see. Yeah. Um, and that just, that's the bond we have and it's unified by the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, we have the sweetest bond we all have is because of Jesus. Amen. You know, we've had some fun memories, but all those memories are showered in the grace of the Lord. Yes. And so I look forward to all the days to come and I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere. I mean, I've already said this is a package deal. We're here for the long haul. <laughs> That's right. And so, well, brother, we appreciate you coming on. Well, this has been really exciting for me. And looking, I had been looking forward to it, and it's been even greater than what I was expecting. Well, we're going to yeah. have more. Don't yeah, worry. Definitely. But uh, until then, Coffee with Vern, folks, we hope to see you uh, this week in worship. Um, but go in peace. Enjoy your week. Shabbat shalom. We'll see you next time.